0: Boom boom boom! Movies on the movies movies on the the side. Movies on the
1: movies movies on the. We've watched movies and some are really bad. Nacho Libre still makes Nate feel sad. Can you believe it? Godzilla still rewatched by Steven. All this and more on the side One hundred of these is no small feat Having fans like you has been a treat To Lutz fans we
2: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Movies on the Side, episode 100. This is Steven Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. Listeners, I want to address those who have been with us since the beginning. Since The Circle. Since episode one with Tom Hanks, The Circle, we've come a long way, Nate. It's 100 episodes, and I know that there are those of you out there, some of you have been with us since the beginning, the faithful few. Thank you. The first 100. Stephen, I can't believe we made it to 100
1: episodes. <laughs>
2: it's it's amazing to be honest (laughs) yeah i know i know that's a feat (laughs) in and of itself i actually had some memories pop up and it was when we did that little photo shoot where you poured popcorn on my head yes when i had hair a year and a half ago or almost two years ago that we did that and i was like we've been doing this for two years nate two years we've been doing a podcast there are a few things in
1: my life that i've stuck out for two years or at least two years one my marriage.
2: Right. Two. Art. You've been doing art for that long.
1: Yes. And three, motts.
2: And <laughs> four, uh, you've had siblings for your entire life. That's something you've done. I mean, I yeah, I... <laughs> I did never quit my siblings. Great. Exactly. Uh, thank you, Jacob and Rachel. Uh, you've, you've not quit either. <laughs> you
1: guys are still siblings. Thanks for not quitting on me. We're on episode 20,000 of Siblinghood.
2: That's right. But this is amazing, Nate. 100 episodes of Movies on the Side. Even in the, Even it wasn't always Movies on the Side, if our listeners remember. We used to call this The Exchange, and that was a terrible name for a podcast that you talk about movies on. And 100 episodes from now, we'll probably think that MOTS was a
1: terrible name. But for now, we
2: still no, like it. No, no, no. I think MOTS is great. It's a great acronym. And Movies on the Side. And we have merch and everything now. you know, We never did that for the exchange. It was just kind of we didn't haphazard. <laughs> just throw it up there. Steven has 20 domain names for our well, website. It's great. You can go to MOTS.fm. You can go to MOTSfam.com. Moviesontheside.com. You can go exchangepodcast.com. Yeah, you can go anywhere. We've done enough episodes
1: that you can now get a crop top sweatshirt that has branding on it.
2: So if someone did, thank you, Anija.
1: Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Thank you.
2: I would just like to spend 30 seconds reminiscing and just say that I've enjoyed doing this with you, Nate. I've had lots of fun singing when we've done our our singing episode. Why are you singing right now? What are you doing in the background there? I'm providing background music for your wonderful things. I'm still listening. Oh, okay. I've enjoyed our singing. I've enjoyed the laughs. I enjoyed it. If you go back into the archives, you can even listen to Nate and I talk about some funny topics. I would love to hear. You know, we didn't prepare a whole top five on this, but... One of my favorite bits that we did early on, before we did Patreon episodes, we didn't always do Patreon bonus episodes. We used to just include that in the show just for free for everybody. <laughs> before we sold out. <laughs> no. It's
1: actually before we realized, hey, with all the money we spend on the editing equipment and the domains for this uh, adventure, we should probably make enough money to cover all of that. Thank you, Patreon supporters.
2: Yes, and we have people that support us now, which is wonderful, which this is kind of a secret uh, behind the curtain thing, Inside Baseball. But we did say at one point, I think around. In the 30s or 40s episodes, we were like, if no one supports us by episode 100, we probably just need to call it. We did. We did we say did. that. And because you guys are awesome and we have Patreon supporters, uh, we are still going because uh, we do have people that support the show and it's amazing.
1: And the band hasn't broken up. We still like each other. That's right. That's right. Tell us about our favorite bit. My favorite bit. Your favorite bit.
2: I mean, obviously, if you've always wondered why... Mayo, ketchup, and hot dog are hashtagged in every Instagram post. You need to go back. I do. (laughs) You need to listen to our Infinity War episode. I believe it's episode eight where we discussed some Taco Bell foods, but then we also got to the mayo and a hot dog conversation. That's in our Infinity War review. Mm. And then the other bit that I distinctly remember and enjoyed was the mattress size discovery bit <laughs> where we went from California King and discovered that there are like three and four mattress sizes above right. California, like King.
1: the Montana, Alaskan King crab. There's a bed. Wyoming
2: King yes. and the Alaska King size bed, the largest bed. And we had pictures of it and it was a fun bit. So the mattress sizes was one of my, one of my favorites. And, you know, we've also talked about some deep stuff on here, Nate, in our Patreon episodes. And those have been good times too. We have some very deep things. But anyway, do you have a bit that you remember that you really enjoyed i think i really just enjoy
1: our musical top fives have all yes. been quite enjoyable breaking into song yeah. and that sort of thing has been very good but i will always look fondly back on doing terrible disaster movies and even yes. the 98 godzilla and watching these horrible movies that you actually like <laughs> that brings me great joy to kind of destroy your uh childhood piece by piece
2: oh thank you yeah i appreciate it well it's been so much fun i look forward to doing this even more in the future look forward to more people becoming patreon supporters so we can do this forever i would love to get to episode 1000 one day how amazing would that be that might have just freaked you out that would be (laughs) incredible i feel like it would be thank you all thank you listeners our patreon supporters thanks for taking this journey with us and now we're going to talk about a pretty fun movie our movie for episode 100 of Movies on the Side is the 2012, I'm going to say classic here because I think it applies, Pitch Perfect, starring Anna Kendrick.
1: I saw the sign, and it opened up my eyes, I saw the doo, sign, doo, life doo, is too many, without doo. understanding, okay. I saw the sign.
2: Okay. We can't do a bunch of singing because the delay is going to kill us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we cannot harmonize. That's for sure. Nate, I have told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because now it directly applies because we're talking about the movie. Yes. I would love to hear your experience seeing this movie as well. But yes, I saw this movie. It was January 2013. And I know this because I was on a cruise ship in January 2013. It was a two week long cruise. And I contracted the norovirus. This is not coronavirus. This is something different. This is something much more common that happens on cruise ships because buffets are disgusting and sickness spreads like wildfire.
1: Washy-washy, stay healthy.
2: Washy-washy. I was quarantined in my room for 24 hours. And when you get quarantined in your cruise cabin, you get a free movie. They gave us, or they gave me, a free movie to watch. And the selection was spotty. But I found Pitch Perfect in the description. You know, I saw acapella in the description. I was like, well, I'm in. Like, let's do something acapella. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. And I watched Pitch Perfect in my cruise cabin for the first time in January 2013. And I discovered, because we only got one free movie, that once it got to the credits of Pitch Perfect, if I rewound using the terrible cabin TV remote to the beginning, I could watch this movie over and over again. At no additional
1: cost. Ad infinitum. Ad ad infinitum.
2: Ad infinitum. There it is. And Nate, I did. I watched this movie several times in my cruise cabin that day. (laughs) And it became uh, burned into my memory. I have a history of acapella from high school and college and choral stuff. And it it hit all those notes, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And uh, it was just an incredible experience. So that was my experience Ingesting Pitch Perfect for the first and many times. What about you? I don't have that strong of a first
1: memory, but I do know that we had the DVD of Pitch Perfect. The DVD, wow. The DVD (laughs) afterwards. We still own it to this day. And I believe, I think it's New Year's Day for several years, I would say at least four or five years, there was a tradition in the Baronowski family that we would watch pitch perfect really on new year's day during the day the whole family no well yes my wife and i the family
2: <laughs> oh i didn't know if you meant like your parents and Jacob Our and family I got no you.
1: like gotcha. while we were living in florida and you know gotcha gotcha it was just us two. gotcha now there was a time where rachel came to visit and i believe we watched it uh, during that time as well but yes i have seen this movie a lot Yes, it checks a lot of the boxes. I love acapella. Yes. Heard a lot of the pentatonic stuff back in the day. If you remember Rockapella, the group, yeah, listened to a lot of them. They did uh, the Carmen San Diego theme song, which I always recommend. Mm. Yeah, I just love good acapella. Like I'm a sucker for the YouTube videos of the one guy in nine different boxes yes. doing a medley. It's all good.
2: Did you watch the reality show, The Sing-Off? Yes, Yes. I did. So I looked back. The the Sing-Off started in 2008, which I think paved the way for pitch perfect coming out in 2012. Mm. But I watched probably every season of The Sing-Off. I loved that show. Oh. And that's where that's where Pentatonix came from. Right. They were on that show, they won the show and you know, have since become huge. But Pentatonix was on there. There were so many other groups. I remember there was a rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody from a group mm. on there and it was incredible and pinball wizard there was a rendition of that i'll include some of these links in the show notes
1: the sing-off is a good rewatch
2: it really is it was just incredible ben folds was a judge on that show yes and uh sarah Borellis wasn't yes. she? yes yes uh, sarah barry ellis i believe is pronounced <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry <laughs> so but ben folds that was a name where i had friends in high school who was like oh ben folds he's amazing and i never really listened to him then and then I saw him on the sing-off show because he would perform every once in a while and they would bring mm-hmm. out a piano and I was like, this guy is incredible. He's like an amazing songwriter and like really smart and has great things to say. And it was one of those shows, unlike American Idol and The Voice sometimes, where I felt like all the criticism was usually spot on. <laughs> the judges really understood like acapella and what they were talking about. And it felt, while it was still a reality show, quote unquote, it felt like it was real too. Right. And uh, yeah, I just I loved that show.
1: But anyway. Sean Stockman was the other. I was like, there's a guy that's from Boys right. to Men who was also
2: a judge. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But anyway, we have to talk about Pitch Perfect. Yes. This movie is about Anna Kendrick, whose character name is Becca, going to college and stumbling into the a cappella group, the Barden Bellas, the all girls a cappella group, and her romantic. A uh, relationship with character named Jesse, played by Skylar Astin. He's joined the different acapella group, the Troublemakers, which can I just say, all these names are wonderful. It's so good. Incredible. Like, whoever wrote this movie, let me see.
1: Kay Cannon was a screenplay, I believe, okay. on it.
2: Uh, let me just say, spot on, on everything acapella, everything like acapella college group dynamics, and just like oh, everything, spot on. It is
1: Pitch Perfect does such a great job at both making fun of the intensity of—I don't know what you would call it. Like it's almost choir too, but like this—it's
2: like this cutthroat attitude, and
1: it reminds me of like drumline, like uh, you know, like those yes. band movies where it's just like it, this is ev- this is this could be your world. Like some people have sports, other people have acapella or band, or it does this pitch perfect both makes fun of the whole culture of that and also like winks at us like yeah we know this is pretty ridiculous these music nerds right but on the at the same time also saying like we know you guys are gonna love this yeah we know you're gonna love this music
2: yes and
1: it, it plays both of that like it's playful with the subject matter without like demeaning acapella it still right, is absolutely. like listen even if you're laughing at it thinking like yeah these guys are such nerds once you start hearing some of these oh, we know we're gonna win you over in this so we don't have to worry about like making cappella seem cool right because it
2: just becomes cool <laughs> it does like all the musical numbers in this movie are so fun like i would even go back and listen to the soundtrack afterwards yes like the riff-off when <laughs> the barden Bellas and the Troublemakers and two other groups do that riff off in the Mm -hmm. outside sewer or whatever. Just so fun to watch and to hear. Like, it's
0: awesome.
2: (laughs) This was my first exposure to Anna Kendrick. I did not see her in Twilight. I know you say she played a very minor role, but didn't see her there. I saw Up in the Air with George Clooney at some point, and so I think I knew her from there, but this is like, she's starring in this movie, she's really carrying it, I think just does an incredible job playing the don't care about any of this kind of don't care about anything but my DJing type mixing thing Mm -hmm. and then the arc into caring for the guy which we'll get to romance corner in a minute and then actually like wanting acapella to be cool and it's in that riff off that first scene where she like comes to realize like huh these people are so serious about it but it's actually kind of interesting and it's
1: kind of like a family she wants to join exactly which is like part of the whole thing is like It went from being like, oh, you guys are just a bunch of weirdies together to like, you know what? I am going to embrace the nerdiness of this whole thing. And I don't know if you've ever... I'm going outside of the movie for just a second. There is such delight in areas of my life where I have said, you know what? I don't really care if people think this is nerdy or weird or not cool. Right. And letting yourself get into something like that and just embracing it is freeing. That sounds super intense, but... No, you know what no I, mean. I get
2: it. I get it. It's, it's super cool. And this is the beauty of the internet, if there's anything that can be good about it, is that whatever weird and niche interest you may have, you can find all the people that are also into it and take it seriously and love it. Like acapella. Like anamorphic chalk
1: art. I don't know. That just came <laughs> to my mind, but I don't know sure. how that sure. relates to me, but yeah. yes.
2: But anyway, Anna Kendrick is great in this movie. Also can really sing. You know when she does the?
1: uh, It's just called Cups in this one. It's just called Cups. It's when I'm. I think it's later. Yeah, it's later titled When I'm Gone. Yes.
2: Yeah. So you know it's great there. Like that, the audition scene is hilarious just as a whole. And then when she does that Cup song and everything kind of stops, like very cool moment. I got my ticket for the long way round. To buy the whiskey for the way. And I sure would like some sweet company. And I'm leaving tomorrow. What do you say?
1: Oh, with the, the, the since you've been gone. Zoom, 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 zoom,
0: <laughs> Here's the thing we started out friends.
2: It was cool, but it was all pretend. And
0: yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone.
2: <laughs> yes. It's so funny. But anyway. Anna Kendrick is great. Or Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Sorry, Anna Kendrick is great in this movie. Also, this is my first experience with Rebel Wilson. Right. <laughs> who plays Fat Amy in this movie. And she, you know, I've seen her in a couple of the movies. Obviously, you know, it's funny, the connection. She was in Jojo Rabbit, which we did for the last episode. But she is hilarious in this movie. And even rewatching a couple of the scenes, I still laugh. <laughs> like the first scene.
1: Um, you call yourself Fat Amy? Yeah, So a twig just like you know not do it behind my back. And then don't we find out later she like her real name's Patricia?
2: Yes. Yes. So like she is hilarious in this movie. And uh, I still I still try to sneak this line in casual conversation to kinda test the waters to see if anybody has seen this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're you're looking for pitch perfect connections in this world.
2: That's right. I actually did it the other day (laughs) we were in a meeting and I was like, let's be honest. (laughs) And and you could tell we're half the room didn't catch it and then two people did and i was like yeah that's right (laughs) you (laughs) You found it it. you got it i
0: don't know where this is going let's be honest
1: i think rebel wilson might be at peak rebel wilson i i've seen a lot of her movies this might be her best yeah she was in bridesmaids uh, a couple years before this and if you ever get a chance just youtube her scenes from bridesmaids they are hilarious She's, like, squatting in uh, the main character's apartment with her brother, and she um, says something about, like, why don't you tell me what I can't do, like, uh, read your diary and wear your clothes and things like that, and it's... I just butchered it, but it's very (laughs) funny... I, I I did something that I always hate when other people do, going, like, oh, you, it's super funny, but they don't nail it. Rebel Wilson was great in Bridesmaids, and she is even better here.
2: The reason why this movie is so great is I feel like there's no weak links. Everyone is kind of hilarious in this movie, even you know the two main girls in the Barden Bellas, which are Chloe and Aubrey, played by Brittany Snow and Anna Camp. There's two Annas in this movie. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, a lot of Annas. But in the part where Chloe talks about her nodes... <laughs> She confesses to the group. She's like, I have nodes, but I'm a survivor. Yes. <laughs> I am living with nodes, but I am a survivor. But it's so funny because, like, when I was in college, like, that actually was a thing. Like, in one of the groups that I was in, like, there were a couple people that were, like, developing nodes. And it was like, whoa, 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 vocal rest. You know, you cannot push it. You don't want to mess this up. The you know, nodes. Like, it's, like, ser- they were serious. Business. Like, it's actually a serious thing. And... They like The movie knows it, and it's hilarious. So So were you involved in a cappella in college? College, yes. It was more like straight a cappella. Did you experiment
1: in college with a (laughs) cappella?
2: I did. So in high school, a lot of a cappella. There was a chamber choir, which was all a cappella, but more classical, and we did that, and that was fun. But one of my favorite activities was on Valentine's Day. Students of my high school, Roy C. Ketchum High School, Students could purchase a Valentinogram, mm. and the chamber choir would go out in groups of four, quartets, if you would, and sing
1: Brian Adams songs.
2: We would no, we would sing old, old love songs like Paper Moon, yes, in the still of the night, and all that kind of stuff. And we would go into classes dressed up in black and red, and sing these songs, and it was wonderful. I still remember doo 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 doo. Da-do, ba-do-do, 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 in the still of the night. That was my solo.
1: Wonderful. I thought you were going to layer up all the parts right then. I was just going to let you run wow, with it. I if wish, you
2: wanted wish. to stack those, Da-da. you could. Maybe I'll try it in post. Probably not. But anyway, (laughs) but we did a lot of acapella in high school and then we did acapella choral stuff in college. Not like this with the beatboxing and doing covers of pop songs, although I so wish this was a thing back then. Like I feel like the sing-off started in 2008, which was the same year I graduated college. So you were a little ahead. If it had come out in 2004 during my college career, I guarantee you I would have tried to put together a group and a bunch of people would have been into it. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, that was my experience. And you did a little bit of singing as well, right? A little bit
1: in high school at the very end, uh, but we never got into it too much. I, I mean, I love acapella. I love, oh, yeah. I am no good at coming up with harmonies myself. Sure, sure. I'm more of a put me on the melody or like teach me a line and I can stick with it. For example, my brother though, if I were to like sing any melody, he could sing a harmony over top or beneath it. Just like no problem. That's pretty
2: good. See, I can do that, but with the bass. I can give you a bass chord changes. Okay. Okay, and, got and do it. stuff yeah. like that. You're but just
1: yeah. going to pluck in that bass note down That's there with right.
2: Your- Back to Pitch Perfect. Everybody in this movie is hilarious. I think the two main guys, Jesse and Benji, Skylar Astin, <laughs> who's the, the love interest, and Ben Platt, the weird magician guy,
1: hilarious. If you had told me at the end of this movie that Skylar Aston would kind of jump around between a bunch of projects but not really become like a main leading man in different things but Ben Platt would go on to star in several hit Broadway shows. Right. <laughs> I would have been like no, you're making this up. But <laughs> between Skylar Aston and Ben Platt, Ben Platt's gone on to do some stuff. Yeah. And Skylar yeah. Aston's kind of jumped around a little bit. He
2: I don't think he's ever quite found his footing after Pitch Perfect. Right. He was in the sequel, and he I mean, he's been in stuff even up to this year. Sure. But yeah, you know, Ben Platt has definitely been doing more stuff. You said he starred in some musical on Broadway?
1: Yeah, uh Dear Evan Hansen, he was Evan Hansen in it. So that's uh big time. And I think they're in pre-production to make a movie out of that's it. Right. It won a Tony. He was in Book Mormon. Like Ben Platt and Ben Platt's also uh released a couple albums, like singing albums. Oh wow that have done really well. So
2: they're hilarious. And the chemistry between Skylar Aston and Ben Platt, Jesse and Benji, is so good. Like from the first moment that Jesse walks into the dorm room and he sees the whole like Star Wars setup, Ben. Benji's like, is it too much? Jesse's like, no, no, no. It just took me a second to get my eyes used to it. (laughs) Like, It's just so witty and funny. Eventually, when when Bumper leaves the group and now Benji can join, (laughs) Jesse's like, listen, you just can't be weird. And Benji's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then like a bird flies behind him. (laughs) It's like just so funny. Great timing, comedic, everything.
1: Yes, he is great in this. Let's talk about, let's get into the very first thing that I really want to delve into, which is Lady Vomit
2: oh what? it is it is
1: probably my least favorite part of this movie and i mm. can't tell if i think it's hilarious or i don't want it to be ended at all what is your thoughts we don't have to go into great detail but that's like the biggest gross out gag from this movie
2: i don't like gross out gags in general mm-hmm. we recently watched nacho Libre again and i exposed Ugh. the children to it and the egg I can't scene believe is you did this still gross uh side notes My wife actually thought it wasn't as bad now having prepared herself for what it was like putting that out there.
1: It's the desensitization of America.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I don't like gross out gags. I don't particularly want to see throw up on stage. But the only pass I will give it is that performing on stage and doing a bunch of musicals like I did in high school. That is somewhat of a background fear, like forgetting your line, messing up a musical number. Tripping and falling. Throwing up on stage. And then throwing up on stage. Like I could see that as being a fear. So the fact that they used it, I give it a pass. Not that I want to see it on screen, but like I get it. So I'm, I'll allow it.
1: For the most part, gross, 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 gross. Don't want it, don't want it, don't want right, it, don't right, want it. Right. And then the one girl does a snow angel in it. <laughs> and I, I do laugh. I do yes. laugh. I shouldn't. It comes full circle. And I think, yeah, oh, you got me again, pitch perfect.
2: Yeah, it did. All right. Can we talk about Romance Corner? Yeah, let's do it. So, Jesse and Becca, I find their chemistry pretty good. I think it's hilarious when Jesse tries to introduce her to movies, and we find out that Becca has seen none of these movies. And then, like, they talk about, like, Darth Vader. And she's like, well, Vader literally means father in German. Vader in German means father. His name is literally Darth Father. So,
1: you know German. Well, now I know why you don't like fun things. (laughs)
2: Like So quippy, but I loved their interactions and in the little like sorting CDs and records and the radio station thing and all throughout. I thought it was great. The conflict and resolution was a little less strong for me. Yeah. You know, she yells at him at one point because he goes to defend the fact that they're not hooking up or whatever. And Anna Kendrick yells at him, and she tries later to apologize, and he kind of shuts the door in her face. And then it resolves, just in the finale, with her singing a song from The Breakfast Club. Because she watched the movie. Because she finished the movie, and somehow like, it resolves whatever issue they had. Like, that conflict and resolution, I was like, eh, not as strong. But I like their chemistry. What did you think?
1: I completely agree with you. I think the beginning of it, she's kind of too cool for school. He is super out there is very outgoing. She's like, "Who are you? You weirdo." And sh- him winning her over and making her smile and laugh and kind of breaking through her crusty crust. Right. Is very heartwarming.
2: I'm here for one reason only. I really love stacking CDs.
1: Yeah, when it gets to the conflict of her kind of pushing him away and then doing the song and he puts his hand up in the crowd, and I think the movie knows it too because he doesn't play they're not together in the sequel. I don't think I don't, know. I don't think he's around. Like I really don't think they made it. Someone who wrote Pitch Perfect 2 and Pitch Perfect 3 must have seen this movie and went, "Yeah, it was fun and he was like helping her get into this whole acapella scene and kind of embrace her lighthearted side, but they don't really have anything to build a real relationship on right. other than watching movies together." So, I'm cool with it being a, we'll call it a liking corner and not a full romance corner because i don't think they ever really got to like we should be boyfriend girlfriend and this is great
2: yeah so that was i mean it didn't take me out of it too much it was weird of her just like
1: watching and crying to movies and then the the resolution is just like you watch the movies i wanted you to watch so we're all cool
2: i was like well are you meh I was just mad about it, but honestly, it didn't take it out. Like, their chemistry leading up to the conflict was so good. I was like, okay, that's fine.
1: This movie is littered with small, fun, goofy cameos and characters. Yes. That I didn't need. If Anna Kendrick was likable and Skylar Aston were were likable, which they both are super likable, right? Then they just have to kind of carry through and be likable. And I didn't really need them to have a romance because there are all sorts of weird characters, goofy characters. Yes. <laughs> He's a hunter. All of this amazing stuff. And Elizabeth Banks and the other announcing guy just saying crazy stuff during the the performances.
2: Like yes. it's all there. Speaking of which, Bumper, who's the lead guy for the treblemakers. Such so good these names. So there's a whole genre of comedy movies that I usually don't identify with Sure. the movies that are like spoof on scary movies, spoof on zombie movies, spoof on high school and college, just, you know, school type movies. Like most of them, Mm -hmm. like I could take or leave most. I just don't even like, this is the kind of character that in any other movie, like it would turn me off and I wouldn't like it. But in this atmosphere of acapella (laughs) hilarious. And I love every minute of it. (laughs) He's like the frat bro of acapella. Yes, and like when Benji and Jesse go up to him at first when they're all outside, <laughs> Bumper says something like, The smell of your weird is actually affecting my vocal cords, so I'm going to need you to scoot. <laughs> like, I, it's just hilarious. And then we could talk about Elizabeth Banks and the other co-host guy, <laughs> but during one of the competitions, Elizabeth Banks says this line that Bumper's recently released a line of sports sandals or whatever. <laughs> It's like just hilarious, and, and like him and Fat Amy, the relationship on the side that he kind of wants to keep a secret, and they're both just kind of sneaking off. Just yes. hilarious, hilarious.
1: The what about the the beatboxer?
2: Oh yeah, who where just she whispers talks.
1: things throughout this movie, and like I will still use "I ate my twin in the womb."
2: It's
1: <laughs> so weird. Just every once in a while, just to kind of test the waters. Yes,
2: so weird. But hilarious. Yeah, it's just like can't hear when she's talking and then yeah. The finale of this movie, which I may have said it already, but I've watched so many times, I've listened to the soundtrack, like I almost tear up <laughs> because it's so good. <laughs> I don't actually because I'm actually just enjoying hearing it, but the musical numbers and the rendition like hilarious. And in the in the finale when it's starting to build, and the the Chloe character who had the nodes and is now yes. the bass in the group, yes. which is hilarious. You see she's like mouth open doing these bass notes and it's clearly not her of course it's hilarious and i love seeing it too like i buy every second of it it's it's this movie it's pitch perfect the original that has the one
1: group with like the kid that's too young
2: right or he was in high school yeah not college
1: i really love the song they sing but i'm looking through the soundtrack right now and i can't find it
2: (laughs) oh blame it on the boogie might be it. yeah that might be it that might be it I don't care. I don't care. I loved that song. Yeah, so good, so good. And he like <laughs> he shoots a look to the the barn bellas and the wings as he's singing like, like you're finished. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was so good. I also loved the troublemakers all their songs. They did a uh, you spin my head right around. Yeah, right. like that was great. And then the finale when Benji finally has his solo. I got the magic in me.
1: I've got the magic in me.
0: Every time I touch that track, it turns into a
1: I'm not a big Bright Lights, Bigger City uh, fan. Right. But when it gets to that magic part mm-hmm. and he comes in, that might be my favorite musical moment from this movie.
2: It is really good. My favorite moment is still, still the finale when they're layering all those songs. The Barton Bell really, they, they do like this uh, tiered entrance where they go like, they, they build a huge chord and then there's a high note. Yes. And then they just keep singing like, I, I don't know. I just love those moments. Nate, we could just gush about this movie all day.
1: I think it's time to rate it. It's time to rate it.
2: On a scale. Of zero to five handkerchiefs that the Barton Bellas mm-hmm, started with, mm-hmm. and then yes, some of them still had it in the finale. But anyway, zero to five handkerchiefs. Nate, I would like you to go first. It's been a hundred episodes. Yeah. If you were
1: to put all of my rankings up against each other, it probably make, makes no sense whatsoever. Of course. If you were to just list them based on highest to lowest, I would be ashamed of what I've done. <laughs> But you know what? This closes the chapter of volume one of Mott's. Yes. Yes. As we enter the next hundred. Uh-huh. So I'm going to cap it off with a 4.5 <laughs> handkerchiefs. <laughs> Pitch Perfect yes. is a great movie. It knows exactly what it is, it pretends to be nothing else. It is true to its heart. Yes. You must be true to your heart. And when you're true to your heart, Pitch Perfect is great. 4.5, absolutely rewatchable. I After talking about it, I want to watch it again right now. Great soundtrack. The other movies, not as great, but still have great acapella
2: soundtracks to them.
1: If you want to just listen to Pitch Perfect 2 and Pitch Perfect 3 songs, go ahead. 4.5.
2: Nate, that was the exact number I had in my head. I'm going to give it a 4.5 as well. It ticked a lot of boxes for me and stuck even in a cruise ship cabin with nothing else to do. (laughs) Watching this movie on loop got me through it, and I would still enjoy listening to the music today. 4.5 handkerchiefs. If you
1: don't like this movie, it's because this specific genre is not your vibe. That's my take. Yeah.
2: I totally get it. Like, if you have no musical background and you don't care at all about a cappella, like, you would feel about this movie how I feel about most other funny comedy movies. <laughs> like, I just don't, right, right, don't exactly. care for it. I don't get the humor. But this one. For it those, is our cup of tea, though. Oh, my goodness. This is, th- this cup of tea has my name on it. First, middle, and last name. And it's just, it's got every domain that I own written on that mug. It's my <laughs> cup of tea. Our top five. Are the top five musical numbers from this very movie, Pitch Perfect? Eight. what is your number five?
1: My number five is Bright Lights, Big City, Slash Magic. (laughs) Okay. Like I said a little earlier, it's really the magic part. Because once that gets going, every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. That just, mm, it ramps up nicely. It does. That puts it into number five for me.
2: Okay. My number five is... The cups song, Anna Kendrick's audition on stage with the cups.
1: Now, you want Anna or Anna? Which one did you uh, want there?
2: <laughs> I don't know why I always do this. Anna Kendrick, right? I think so. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick doing Cups for her audition. That's my number five. And how does that sound? You sing a little bit. Got a ticket for a long way round. Got a whiskey for the and I do, 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 and this is good stuff. This is and good. Keep I, going. Do, do, me when I'm gone. Get to when I'm gone. Here when I'm go. gone, when I'm gone, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone, and I miss me by the hand. you're gonna miss me everywhere. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. How do
1: you like that? I'm making that my ringtone.
2: <laughs> Captured. Very good.
1: All right, I have for my number four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since you've been gone since you've been gone it is so good I think it's the comedy of it that's so great because yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. audition side so you get the different people the guy
2: <laughs> and all you ever hear me
1: say yes it's very good That is very good <laughs> rebel wilson's also great in that one yes, yes. and then because at the end of it is when she says the line that i use still to this very day crushed it <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's good all right well my number four you spin my head right around right around when you go down when you go down down i thought that was pretty good yes i love that right round thing and uh, that's the scoop that everybody does into that song at the beginning. It's, it's really good. Yes. So, yeah, right around.
1: Excellent. My number three is cups. Now, the cup thing already happened before this movie came out, right? That little cup thing. Did it? Just turning it into a song was new, I think.
2: Oh, okay. I don't know. I wasn't as, uh, had, didn't have my finger on the pulse of culture at that point. Of, of cup culture. Right, right. You got it. All right. Okay. My number three is the Troublemaker's final. Bright Lights in the Big City, You Got the Magic in Me. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's my number three. Very good. You got the magic in me. You've got the magic in me? Is I've you got the magic <laughs> in me. <laughs> I'll cut boom, all that out. Boom,
1: boom, boom,
2: all boom, right, boom, anyway, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Boom, boom, Give me your, uh, your number two. And now I put my
1: hands up, they're playing my song. Butterfly, fly away. Not in my head like, yeah. <laughs> Moving my hips like you. Party in the USA. Now, here's something I can stand by. Okay. We talked to, I believe in Patreon, about really embracing something that's not considered cool, but leaning into it and going, actually, no, this is really great. I will stand by Miley Cyrus' Party in the USA (laughs) as a super, super catchy song. Now, it's not cool to like it. People want to like it ironically. Right. But just put that song on, and this this acapella song, just put it on, Mm. and look at your face in the mirror, and look at the corners (laughs) of your mouth. You see what they're doing there? I'm not going to do this. They're creeping their way up. And look down. Are your hips rocking side to side? (laughs) No, they are not. Yes, they are. (laughs) Turns out they are. Never. Put those on in, in your AirPods, and Party in the USA in their bus is just <laughs> makes me remember how great the actual original song was but their acapella versions also really great and with anna kendrick win getting one over during it
2: right in their bus i like how you said that that was good
1: Bus. all right my number- by flying mexican food leave it he fuel's, fuels my hay fire <laughs> i have all the rebel wilson
2: lines <laughs> that's, all that's of them
1: good. horizontal running
2: that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, when she says, uh, everyone's got to do cardio. She, I forget <laughs> what she says. Not me. Um, number two. Hey-yo, 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 hey-yo. I don't know any part of that song. But anyway, yep. the uh, the riff off as a whole, I love that scene. Just the back and forth as the groups like start singing over the other one and it goes into the other song. Yes. It is so fun. It's so good. And it ends with that song and like everyone no around diggity. Yep. no diggity everyone around like starts singing the choir part that
1: is my number one
2: wow i don't think it works like that
1: in real life i'm not sure how maybe if you're a really good acapella group maybe you can just maybe. like I and mean, if you have a huge repertoire feel it of stuff
2: yeah maybe you could pull something out i don't know
1: but I'm not sure. Can you improv an acapella? Like, can you just be like, all right, take this pop song and just go for it and see how it Maybe works? Maybe because they're covers. Probably not that smoothly, but I bet but yeah, not they that can. Sure. Yeah. If you just know, like, listen, take the bass part and make it into something. Right. Like, you know your role. That that whole riff off scene is amazing. But yeah, ending in No Diggity, Anna Kendrick coming in and like the whole place shutting down. Yes. And there's that
2: moment of like, shorty good down. Oh, good Baby got him open all over town. Yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. That's so good.
1: So good. And the, when the whole, what, empty pool? Yeah,
2: yeah that's what it is, <laughs> empty pool.
1: Everyone who's like hanging out at the top, like yes. partying with the riff off. Because yes. <laughs> that happens in real life, for sure.
2: Absolutely. That guy's like flashlight spinner, like as a wheel of fortune, but he could like yes. shine it on the wall. That was interesting. I don't know if did can get one of those. You liked that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Good technology. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. My number one. The Bella's finale, the Bella's finale is my still my favorite moment of this movie. Just the whole medley, the layering of the songs, all that stuff. It ain't. I can't do the the. So much fun, and <laughs> like Elizabeth Banks and the other guy, <laughs> like rocking it out in the booth. Yes, it's uh, it's hilarious. So, and it's actually really fun. So I enjoyed that a lot. So go watch Pitch
1: Perfect, everybody.
2: You know, I was wondering, I searched for where to stream it. You can't stream it free. Like, you have to rent it. Mm. But then I noticed, like, I straight up own this movie <laughs> from forever long ago. I don't know when I got it, but. I have the DVD. Yeah, DVD. You got it. Anyway, thanks again, listeners. Hope you enjoyed episode Thanks for 100. listening to 100
1: episodes. Thanks for staying with us. Hopefully, uh, even more people can listen to us in the next 100 That's right. Steven, thanks for continuing to do this with me. (laughs) You got anything else? (laughs) Uh, I don't do, listen, I don't do this role. This isn't my, I come in for color commentary. I don't come in for the business stuff. Hey, (laughs) Steven, tell us how they can get involved in our Patreon Mm. support club.
2: Listeners, if you would like to hear another 100 episodes of Movies on the Side, you can go to patreon.com slash movies on the side. There's a link in show notes. And you can support the show there. contribution of any amount per month we'll get you access to all of our bonus episodes we do a bonus episode every week and you get the whole back catalog when you join so do that
1: this one was a bit scrambled It was like scrambled eggs. So if you want to see kind of incoherent (laughs) thoughts flow from two guys before we record this episode. That's right. I highly recommend it.
2: I don't typically edit the Patreon episodes, but I'll edit this one. I'll make (laughs) sure it comes comes across well. But you actually can hear all of our previous uh, bonus episodes that way. And we would love to interact with you on Instagram. That's kind of where where the magic happens is on our Instagram at movies on the side. People have been commenting and stuff and we appreciate it. So we've got the magic in mm, me that's right we've we've got the i've you have
1: our yeah, magic yeah. within us david blaine
2: okay so follow us on instagram at movies on the side and uh, yeah thanks again we look forward to another 100 episodes thanks nate 100 episodes crushed it you
1: spin my hair right around right around